Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, time, temperature, scheduling. I mean, anything having to do with scheduling. But like if you're working a second or a third shift, or your schedule's changed, you got schedule on the brain. That wasn't in that game. It became, what if there were... Here's the thing. I didn't think I would talk about this for the intro, but there used to be a, a, a board game. It actually wasn't a board game. It was called... Uh, op, uh, op, I can't think of a way to describe it without a... Op, op, uh, op, opportunity. Uh, but it was a physical game. Like, if we combine... Uh, uh, d- d- anyway, let me get back. I'll, I'll try to get back to that. Because I was thinking... Well, well, we'll get to it in a second. If you're new here, welcome. This is a podcast that goes off topic really fast. But it's also a podcast to, to be here and to put you to sleep. What I'm going to try to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Also, I think I'll repeat myself accidentally when I get flustered or mixed up. Uh, and the way I'm going to do that is uh, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, rustified meanders, uh, tangents, I'd say maybe once in a while I use some greasy tangents or well-greased tangents. Well-worn meta- metaphors are so well-worn that people say those are a bit worn out, uh, Scoots. A bit like your shoes and your sneakers and your, I'd say, yep, what, I like to be on the other side of well-worn uh, because, uh, I, I don't know, actually I don't even, I just find myself on, on the, uh, I think there could be an autobiography in there for Gingerbread Press. On the other side of Well Worn. There you go. Has Rip Torn wrote a book about Rip Torn's life? Because uh, I could I could sell that title to you. My life is Rip Torn. Or maybe it could be My Life is a Rip Torn Impersonator. I don't know if there is anybody out there. But that's an option. The other side of Well Worn. My life impersonating Rip Torn. Maybe I could do that. Maybe that'll be my fourth or fifth act. Uh, Say, what happened to that sleep podcast? Well, Scoots uh, really went, they call it niching down, I believe. Uh, He became a Rip Torn impersonator. And as beloved as Rip Torn is, I think his timing was a bit off. And so that's what happened to so yeah he's out he may be out there he did write a book it was it was not it was an imaginary book it was written and published within his imagination and he was also trying to do a podcast intro by the way oh thanks for bringing me back there scoots uh also by the way i don't mean to interrupt myself with myself but i don't think we can do in a rip torn and impersonation right yet that's why one day we will okay anyway if you're new Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. If you're really new, uh, just kind of sit back and see how it goes. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, so kind of maybe passively observe it, like a rambling, 
uh, Rip Torn impersonator who's without that. You say, well, you like that would be a way. I guess it is a metaphor for the podcast. You say, well, you're not impersonating Rip Torn, uh, or and it's not. It's an impressionist. Actually, my life was Rip Torn impressionist, and the impersonator are two different things. And they say, okay, yeah, just kick back and wonder about that. Why, why, wonder why I became a Rip Torn. You know, why I've got that caught up in my brain cycles. So passively kind of observe the podcast, see how it goes. Doesn't work for everybody. For, for most people, it works for it. Takes a few tries. Here's the structure of the show. Starts off with some business. That's how we keep the show going. Then that's all at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Then uh, an intro, which is around 12 to 14 to 13 to 15 minutes where I try to explain what the podcast is in a verbose way, I'd say, with extra double, du- double the verbosity, uh, half the vocabulary, double the verbosity. Hardy hard. I don't even play. And uh, this time, sometimes, occasionally, extra Riptorn references. Just because Riptorn sounds good. Riptorn's an actor, by the way, uh, but also just a great name. Like, so, Riptorn is so Riptorn, you say, I don't even think about it, 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 like, until I say it 50 times. You say, wow, how, like, did you come up with that on the fly, or did you brainstorm, like, 800 names, and you said, that's the one? Well, you know, I, I would say probably it was the first one, but it could have been the second one. You say, well, it really gives insight into my, the human condition, which I'm trying to get at. And I love papyrus. Okay, so oh, so the issue there's an intro where I just talk a lot and I try to explain what the show is and I kind of demonstrate what the show is. And you can skip over the intro, but the majority of the listeners use it as they prepare for bed, or you know, as they're doing their wind down and their teeth brushing, and their animal petting. And they're bombing, you know, palm bombing, elbow bombing, you know, their shoulder padding, padding, not padding. Uh, maybe the no shoulder pads in bed. Uh, so I'm thinking of like, what if, it, well, probably don't want to have uh, pajamas with shoulder pads. What about shoulder pillow? No, we'll just call them shoulder pillows. Also, sometimes your brain interrupts me with ideas during the podcast. That's a part of the intro and the whole podcast as a whole. So that's the intro. Then there's some business between the intro and the story. And then there's a bedtime story. Tonight we'll be talking about uh, Star Trek The Next Generation in a way that uh, mildly resembles the original TV show, uh, based in a loving appreciation of it. But mostly I say, well, uh, you know, why did Data turn this way? Or what's up with Lore's outfit? Things like that. And so that'll be, and then we'll have some thank yous at the end. So it's a structure show. A couple of things to know if you're new. You don't need to listen to me. You may have figured that out already. May have demonstrated that. I'm just here to keep you company. And that goes with the second part. No pressure to listen. No pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour. I make this show, one, because I've been there. Two, because like tossing and turning, overthinking, all that, not being able to fall asleep and wondering why or trying everything and getting frustrated and feeling lonely sometimes. So I'm, that's why I want to keep you company because I've been lonely in the deep, dark night. So this really has a lot of meaning for me. 
uh, which just now this intimacy just brought me off of my second topic, which I forgot because uh, I've been there. Uh, hmm. Forgetfulness is another part of the show. Uh, yeah, but okay. Why? I, I don't know what I was talking about. I mean, but that's really why I make the show because I've been there. Why don't you need to listen? Why would it help you fall asleep? Uh, uh, I don't know. I guess I was trying to make more. I was trying to go through a list, but uh, that's the real reason I make the show is because I've been there and I want to help. I don't know. Let me go on to the other metaphor because I was thinking about that game. Did I give all the background? Yeah, basically, you don't need to listen to me. I'll be here oh, whether you can fall asleep or not. I'll be here to the very end because I make the show as much as for people to quickly fall asleep if it works for them as I do for the people that can't sleep. I'll be here till the end keeping you company. I think that's what I was meaning with that is like, uh, I'll be here whether you fall asleep fast or not. I'm here for you. But I was thinking about that game, the the operandi game. It was like you take a piece of tweezers, you take a built-in set of tweezers and you take different things out. I don't, I never played the game by the rules. And they'd say water underneath thousand dollar feet. That's the way the ad went. And you do the person you take out of like, uh, the fun, the funny, uh, the funny elbow, and uh, it was, I was water water underneath thousand dollar feet. That was the only one, but it was like a game of like a, a steady hand. What was I saying? What brought up that game? Something about like I was thinking about people like uh, your gray matter. But what if there was another version? That's like the physical health version, an imaginary one. But what if there was one of your emotional and limbic, your lizard and mammalian brains, brain stem, all that other stuff that I might know nothing about? You know, you got your thoughts, feelings, physical sensations sometimes related to your thoughts and feelings. What if there was a, so like a mental health version, a fun, positive mental health version? Like you say, okay, can you get, can you get the malaise out for 500 and they say, well, I don't know what, I can't identify malaise. I mean, it can identify what it feels like in my love of saying the word malaise, but I can't find it. And they say, well, that's part of the game. Sounds more like something, it sounds like more like it, it needs to be uh, better developed. Oh, really? Tell me more. Wait, tell me more. Is that what I'm supposed to get out next? No, no, that's the card I have. It says, says tell me more for 500. Oh, which one of us gets 500 points? Oh, tell me more about how you're, tell me more about how you're feeling about who gets the 500 points. Well, I'm feeling like I, if I'm the one telling you more, I should get the 500 points. Uh, but if you tell me what, where malaise is on this game board and I can get it out with these, I guess you wouldn't use tweezers because I've never been anywhere. Uh, what about a phlo- phlebotomy version? That's where you used to study. That could be another version of the game, or that could be the add-on, the phlebotomy. I think that's where you identify, instead of reading someone's palm, you say, well, okay, this little notch in your skull here, you know, tells me you're going to be, you'll be so sleepy tonight, sleeping so good. But that could be, that could be a possible board game or board, you know, boring board game, uh, I'm trying to think what else, you know, you do like, uh, dissatisfied. I guess that's malaise. Uh, I don't know. I guess in my game, I haven't written anything other than tell me more in malaise for my version, but I could kickstart that. 
Maybe we could get someone that actually knows how to do that, like uh, uh, Matthew from the Oatmeal or something. I don't know. But uh, so that's uh, that's a good game pitch. I don't know how that's a metaphor for the podcast, uh, other than the fact that I, I want to be here to help you. I, I guess that, that could be a game that like it teaches you some sort of coping strategies or learning. And I don't know if this podcast is really meant to teach you anything, more to validate, really. I don't always say that word right up front. I try to keep it subtextual, but I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. I also believe that it sucks that you can't sleep, and I'm sorry, and I'd like to help. Now, as I said, this podcast does not work for everyone, but that's why I make the show. As I said, like, I've been there uh, Sometimes it's like waking up. Sometimes it's not being able to fall asleep. Sometimes it's like, what the heck? I haven't had caffeine in 18 hours. Why can't I just drift off into dreamland? So that's why I make the show. I've been doing it a while now. And if you're new, give it a few tries and see how it goes. It's no pressure for the podcast to work for you or not. I just like it to help if it can. Or to keep you company if it can. I have a contingent of listeners that have very strong sleepless stuff, so they listen all the way to the end. And I have a contingent of listeners that listen during the day that say, hey, I need a little soothing during the day, a little distraction, or when I'm in traffic or whatever. Uh, so I'm here. I'm here to try to help. And I guess that's it. I appreciate you coming by and checking the show out or being here. Night after night, I'm glad I can help. Uh, and that's it. I work hard and I strive to help you fall asleep. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. Go ahead and get comfy wherever you are. I'm here to help. Uh, I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. No, wait, sorry, I tried a little new thing there. If you're a regular listener, if you're new, I wanted you to get comfortable. Uh, so get in bed, turn out the lights, and press away. I'll do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, time, temperature, changes, uh, you know, changes in routine. You know, if it's stuff you're thinking about, stuff you're feeling physically, or stuff, uh, you know, on your emotions uh, that's bubbling up or more than that, whatever it is, I'd like to take your mind off of that. And if you're new... It's this show's very different, uh, and it's going to take like uh, there's also there's a long intro, but this is part of the show. Uh, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, tangents, rustified tangents, dulcet, creaky dulcet tones, and other things. Uh, but mostly I'm going to be here for you. That's why I have the show come out twice a week. I've worked very hard. Because uh, right up front, I want to tell you, I, be- I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And when I started making the show, I was searching for something a little bit different. So definitely if you've, been, if you've tried other stuff, 
If you have something that works for you, that's great. This one's a little bit different. If you're looking for a silly story in a friend in the deep dark night, that's why I use the term. Because for me, it can feel pretty, uh, uh, like, like I, I just feel like I say, geez, I wish there was someone here to keep me company, to take my mind, mind off of stuff, uh, to tell me a silly story. And that's what I'm going to do with the show. But it's also like having a friend over that does a lot of talking and that doesn't really get, it takes a while to get to the story. And your friends, like, I, I'm a little bit different. I don't know, like, I'm open to that. Uh, and so if my imaginary friend is a little bit different than I'm describing here. Uh, so, yeah, it'll take a, take a while to get anywhere. I'll go off topic. I'll get confused. I have creaky dulcet tones, which you say, well, I, I never heard of creaky, creaky dulcet tones. It's a little bit different, too, to say, okay. But main message is I'm here to help, but this doesn't work for everybody, but also doesn't make a lot of sense. So if you kick back and maybe kind of say, okay, let me put on my passive view fi- passive viewfinder. I don't know what that is, but maybe I'll come back to that. Passive viewfinder. It sounds like something that fits the podcast. Uh, but, okay, let me see, because I was trying to set that up. So I'm going to send my voice across the deep track, and I'm going to use the long, soothing tones, creaky dulcets, pointless meanders, unfinished metaphors, strange subject changes. But here's the thing. Uh, here's structurally what to expect, expect if you're new. Show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the show going. If you're new, it's not super important, but it, it, it try to put as much of it at the top of the show and between the intro and the story as it can. Uh, so thank you for for sitting through that. Uh, then we have an intro. Now the intro is kind of part of the podcast. Now some people will fall asleep during this while I explain what the podcast is for twelve minutes. It also kind of, if you, after your first or second try, you might say, okay, maybe this isn't the podcast for me, uh, where some people say, okay, this, uh, oh, I, do, I didn't realize that, the, but the intro kind of is his attempt to explain the podcast unsuccessfully 700 times uh, for 12 minutes. And now I get it. I can totally relax. Uh, the pressure's off. Because uh, I don't really, really have a huge pressure on myself. I say, let's just do our best to explain what the podcast is. So far, we haven't been, even though we've made the show and we make the show, we haven't really been able to capture, totally understand why it works. I mean, I know some of the pieces that work, but that's what I try to spend the intro exploring and say, okay, maybe it's this. So that'll be the intro. Some listeners, you know, get ready for bed listening to it. There's a poll somewhere I saw recently, and it feels like, uh, Maybe 60% of people fall asleep during the intro, and maybe another uh, 33, 33% or 34% uh, get ready for bed during the intro. Uh, so that's kind of, you know, that's how people use it. Or some people you listen to it during the day to, to cool down, unwind, to have a little day, daytime break. But that's the intro. Then we'll have a story, a bedtime story. Uh, we'll be doing our serial series, serial episodically modular series that you can listen to in nearly any order. Uh, the Stand Chronicles, Nuns in Space, and mo- mostly heavy on the stand. My best friend and a freestyle soda machine and an Android, or, or I don't know, exactly know, stands a uh, binary being. I, I, that's what I would say. 
I don't know if I'd say Stan's a digital being or an analog being, because I have to define those words. But more than an android. Uh, I, I don't know if to, remember that ba- there was a band in the 80s, 90s, I think it was, uh, and they sang a song, More Than Words. Uh, more than dro- How about that? Does his BB88, BB88, BB8 uh, ever done any karaoke? Cause they could, or what about C-3PO? What if C-3PO has a secret hobby? Carry, I can see that of all the characters. You'd say who has a secret karaoke? Like that's their hobby. That's how they unwind when no one else is around. Talk about, talk about Star Wars fanfic. <laughs> but seriously, if you're a Star Wars fan or even a casual consumer of Star Wars, You'd say, who would you see throwing back some tunes? Uh, maybe sing- singing some Barbara, then some Bette, and maybe some Carol King, you know, then maybe moving into some Barry Manilow, uh, or, or, you know, then doing some, and then bouncing around, doing some Sia, I would say, but, you know, Titanium. I could see the irony of C3PO singing that song. Maybe in the middle, like maybe in a, like a heated Star Trek scene when they say, okay, well, we're not going to have any news, you know, we got eight hours off. Like maybe in the last one when they're just, uh, you know, they're waiting to run out of gas, but they haven't run out of gas yet. It, there was a lot of downtime. I'm I'm pretty sure C-3PO was on that ship, but I'd have to check my records. But they said, okay, 3PO, you know, we got whatever. We got 48 hours till we run out of gas, uh, and we're still working on a plan. Why don't you take some downtime, you know, go, go into sleep mode? And I don't do a C-3PO, uh, what do you call that, Inner, whatever, where you pretend you're C-3PO, but it's a, because I'm no, I'm no Anthony Daniels, so believe me, I've been told that too. Uh, and I don't know if that's who plays C-3PO, but so... He was in C-3PO says, oh, sure, you know, no problem, you know, yeah, I got to go work on, what is is protocol? You know, I got, I'm going to check out the latest protocol releases and, and, you know, just thumb through those, then put them in, you know, my, uh, you know, download those and and go into sleep mode. And, of course, R2 knows all this because maybe R2 would shoot out a microphone. For sure this would happen. I mean, come on, you're listening to me. You can see it happening because it happens, just not in the scenes they filmed in the movie. Yeah, so then R2 shoots a microphone out. C-3PO catches it. This is in, like, a broom closet or something. And he says, you know, I think you probably would start with C because that would warm up his, if he was going to go for anything higher, like C is right in a good range to warm your voice up. If you have creaky dulcet tones, I can't sing on the podcast, especially copyrighted songs. I think I was saying though, has anyone sung a song? Uh, oh, what was the song? It was Gary Sharon. So I already forgot the point that led me into this, which was trying to make a point about how long the intros are. Oh, and then that we were singing a so, so, so uh, what is that song? What was that band called? Uh, this is really how my brain works. I'm drawing a total blank. Uh, but it, it, there was a ba- there was a band, and they sang a song, and then I said, "What if there was a droid version of it?" But it left my brain. It, as soon as C three PO got into my brain and started singing, "See ya," 
in an eagle. It's not on eagle's wings, but that's I think that's a church song. But maybe you see three people would do that too, and then he would transition into uh, you know, did you ever know you're my hero? And he would sing that to R2 and R2, you know, but they, I don't know if they do it necessarily do, they probably do one duet because this is C3PO sing. R2 sing is being cute and adorable. So maybe I'll remember that song. But so what was my, oh, I was talking about Stan, my best friend, who's not an android. Droids. It was something droids, but it didn't rhyme. I don't know. Uh, I can't, I can't think of that song or the, oh, it was, I almost thought of the name of the band. I know Gary Sharon was in it cause he left and became like a singer of Van Halen. And to be honest, I have no idea how that worked out. I mean, I could know, I could guess, but, uh, but so what was it? Oh, I almost had it again. I think they're, maybe they were called extreme, even though they weren't extreme, they were, were extremely unextreme. More than words. That was it. Thank you, brain. We eventually got there, but I think that may, may have been free association. And the first person has used free association to remember something they were talking about four minutes ago. But yeah, what if, well, I guess, yeah, maybe if BB-8 and R2 were the, uh, the audience for 3PO, he would sing more than droids. Like he'd say, you know, because th- he'd be out of character because he'd be in relax mode, chill mode, not 3PO mode. And he'd sing more than, he'd say, I rewrote, wrote, rewrote this song for the two of you. Uh, and, he'd, and then maybe at some point, I can see him performing at one point or another. Like Luke would probably be amused by it. Leia for sure. Maybe at her bedside when she wasn't feeling so hot, he's saying that to her. But droids really meant, you know, that he was expressing that it was a beyond. She's more than a droid to him. But that song is more than words. So I was thinking more than droids. It's all you ever beep and bloop to you. And I wouldn't, you know, whatever. We could, it could, it would easily be done. So that's, uh, that's. So, so then there's a story, bedtime story, and then after that is uh, some thank yous and stuff. Between the intro and the story are uh, is business, usually, and that's how we keep the show going. So you can find all that at our website. Um, and so you don't need to listen to the show. I guess that was, so that was the structure of the show. It only took me about 14 minutes to describe the structure of the show because we had a little C-3PO karaoke well, here's another question, though. Go off topic again. If you have a memory, like, is it karaoke or is it something else? Like, if you don't have to read the words, like, they're in your brain, you're in your system. I mean, some people do karaoke and they have songs memorized, but they're human. I mean, I guess I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to draw a line here, 3PO, like, between humans and, uh, you know, uh, solid state or, you know, platter drive beings. I'm just saying if you have every lyric in your head, I guess it's still karaoke. Maybe. I don't know. Or is it a tribute? You know, we should get uh, Tenacious D to weigh in on this and maybe sing that droid song with C-3PO because they have the kind of pull that maybe they could get in the next Star Wars movie. You know, or we could do the, it could, you know, if you want to do a short, like, uh, 
Ways Droids Chill, a Star Wars story. A very short one. It doesn't, you know, they don't all have to be an hour and a half plus feature films. This could be one that, uh, or if you're, you know, you say, well, we're looking for something to take the heat off of us. Again, I've offered this service to other movie companies. I'll write that movie. I'll put my name on it. Right before a release, you just say, you know, Ackerman, he just did what he wanted to. He had his own artistic or tour vision. Originally, it was supposed to be about a, a Hoth or something. He comes, you know, it's too late now. We got to release it. It's called uh, How Droids Chill. And, uh, you know, but, uh, and, and then you say, okay, well, that was our, makes everything else look gold. As golden as a shined C-3PO at the big karaoke contest, the secret karaoke contest the droids have. Maybe, in the, yeah, other droids do have dance-offs. To answer that question, that naturally came up. And, yeah, of course there's other things. But we'll talk about that when that movie's released in 20 Never. So, uh, so this is Structure Show. You, no pressure to listen, no pressure to fall asleep. I'm, I appreciate you coming by. You sure you picked it? Here's the thing. I'm sure you picked up on it. It's silly stuff, uh, but it's friendly stuff. Doesn't work for everybody. But I will posit, you know, maybe you either stopped listening. So if you're still listening, did it take your mind? Like, who could C3PO singing Bat Midler? Isn't that a little bit comforting? Preferable to whatever else was on your mind? In the story coming up here, we have a, a freestyle soda machine who is my version of, uh, he's, he, he's not a protocol droid, but he, you know, Stan, he's my co-pilot and best. Oh no, I'm Stan's co-pilot at this point, my commander and, and best friend. But yeah, give this podcast a shot. Uh, see if it helps. I'm really appreciated, appreciative that you came by and checked it out. Uh, and I truly believe you could deserve a good night's sleep. I work very hard on this show cause I want to help. Uh, thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night and uh, try to take your mind off whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts feelings, physical sensations, uh, travel for you or someone else, uh, changes in schedule, you know, routine changes or, you know, changes in routine. You know know what kind of change doesn't get any credit? Routine changes. They say, those kind of changes say, I'm not getting, you know, I mean, I guess the grandmothers would say, change your underwear. It's kind of a routine change. I I hope so. Uh... But the routine change, other than with grandmothers and nanas, who really don't give credit, they just kind of remove credit. Uh, maybe we'll come back to that and give routine changes, give routine changes the credit they're finally due. If I remember, I'm crossing my fingers. Uh, but this is for changes in your routine or routine. You know, it changes. You know, when whatever is keeping you awake, I'd like to distract you from that and to keep you company. Uh, here tonight uh, to be your friend now the way i'm going to do it is a bit different than other other 
I guess it's say other sleep things. Uh, I'm just laughing because I said, well, what else is But it's a bit different. So don't too, if you're new, don't try too hard to make sense of this podcast or even to like it. Just say, kind of view it as a, a new, if you can, view it as a neutral object here for to put you to sleep and see how it goes. Because I'm going to use creaky dulcet tones, which takes some adjusting, pointless meanders, Lots of those going off topic, off tangent, not making sense of uh, fill, filler words. Uh, I have filler words full of filler. You see, well, Scrooge, tell me the content of your filler words. Are they just letters with extra, you know? And I say, well, do, uh, you know, because then they say, I try to push the sawdust, uh, you know, with my feet. I say, no, well, uh, and they say, grade Z, Scoots, why do you have four pallets of grade Z flour? And, you know, it's nine pallets of sawdust. Is that filler for your fill? Do you fill your filler words with filler? And I say, fill her up with filler words. That's the Sleep With Me podcast slogan. And so I'm going to use filler words. But here's the thing. I'm going to, I'm your, your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar sib, your barbara, your boar bud. Whatever you're comfortable with, Boar Cuz, uh, Boar Bestie, maybe I'll earn that title uh, for, you know, the few of the proud, the Boar Bays. Uh, or I could just be your Boar, like Boar, eh, like I'm fine with that. That's really a success for me. You see, well, describe your relationship with the scooter that you passively listen to at night. Uh, would you consider him your Boar Friend? Eh, Boar Friend, Boar Bud. Man, boar bud, man. What words would you describe your relationship with? Boar, it's like a boar, boar, you know. Eh. Oh, okay, we got it. We we understand now. Now, if you're new, you might not understand. So let me, uh, I already forgot what I crossed my fingers for, So, by the way. Uh, but So if you're new, it, here's the thing, because I said, why are my fingers crossed? I think I thought of something that I was going to talk about. It wasn't filler words, though. Oh, routine changes. So I remembered that. So I do go off topic a lot if you're new. Here's the structure show. Show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the show going and free. And if you're new, it's not super important. If you're a regular listener, pretty important. Especially if your listener falls asleep on, in the intro and listens like five or six nights a week. But if you're new, no big deal. Then there's an intro. The intro is it is not an advertisement. It's a show within a show. If you're new, it's a show you may not you may not want to stick around for, or you may not want to pay attention to, and that's the kind of thing. Like uh, a large number of people listen to it as they're getting ready for bed and unwinding. Some listeners fall asleep during it. Uh, other people listen during the day, and some people skip over it. There's no wrong way to use the intro, but it's a long. I would say it's aptly described as a long, drawn out intro. Something I could say in two minutes, I'm pointlessly meandering. I wouldn't say pointlessly meandering. I mean, I'm here for a point to put you to sleep, and not getting to the point is how what I do. So it's more like I'm demonstrating. We, we always talk about this. My incompetence, my competence by incompetence, or my incompetency for competency makes me competent. And here's another thing that actually makes me confident. I'm pretty sure for the people that it works for, if you give it to her two or three tries, I hope I can help you. 
So the intro is uh, where I try to describe what the show is and don't succeed. Uh, it neither puts you to sleep or hopefully it sets up the mood where you know what you're in for. Goofing around and tangential thinking and filler words, <laughs> stuff with filler. That's bonus filler, by the way. You know, grade Z flour and sawdust. I was going to say they don't grow on trees, but I realized that they both grow. Um, but so that's the intro. Then there's a little bit of business between the show, the intro and the show. Then there's the the show. Tonight, uh, it'll be an episode of talking about an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, barely, in a way that doesn't really, you say, hey, that's that was a TV show, that was an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, where Wesley had a dorm room. Is that all that happened? Well, there was a lot that took place in that dorm room. Are you sure it was a dorm room? Well, let me look that up and see. Uh, that would be short for dormitory. So that'll be what the coverage of Next Generation will be like. It'll be friendly. It'll be, you know, it'll be to put you to sleep. Now, here's a strange quirk of the show. You're under no pressure to fall asleep because there are listeners that I'm here for till the very end. What, so whether you're awake or asleep, I'm going to be your companion in the deep, dark night. I'm going to be here uh, giving it my all. Uh, so you can fall asleep whenever you wish, but don't feel any pressure. I'll be here to keep you company for an hour plus. And there's two, uh, you know, two episodes a week, an uh, hour plus. So you could string them back to back if you need to. Uh, so I'm here to help. And there's also, you, I think I clearly demonstrated it, but you really don't need to listen to me or pay any attention or as the grandmothers would say, you don't pay him any mind. Uh, he's a bad boy. He was, he's not a bad boy. He, he's a not bad boy. We haven't used that to describe me, but that was how I've always been described. Right when they're, they lick their thumb and they wipe something off my face. This has happened to me so many times. Right when I say, hey, I just made you laugh. What do you think about you and I? Uh, go, you know, going out sometime. Then uh, a grandmother appears, licks her thumb, tries to put down my cowlicks on my head that don't go down, wipes off my face. They say, oh, you're here with little Andrew. Uh, oh, you look like you're in the bad boys. He's a not bad boy. He's not a bad boy. He's not bad. Uh, and then, that, so that's what, at least that's what happens in my brain. Okay, so the, oh, but I was saying, you, you don't need to listen to me. I'm here to keep you company. The structure of the show. I think that's everything you need to know. Uh, but I also like to do some low-power empowerment here, you, you, like, uh, like a trickle charge. Uh, and I was thinking about what we said, like routine changes really don't get they, they could use a little extra empowerment maybe. Because uh, you have changes in your routine. They can, you know, you say, well, school year starts or a change in the weather. And then there's uh, changes in your routine. Then if your routine changes, that's a little bit different. Only in the sense, I think if your routine changes, that says, well, I'm going to switch it up here. Like a change in your routine, maybe is an external force. So routine changes is when you say, I'm changing my routine. A subtle difference, but then there's a third thing, like a routine, routine changes, which are changes that are just like one would be it, we, the routine changes may say changes that are taken for granted. And I would say 
let me pat you on the back, routine changes. And I could see the moon raising its hand, if it had a hand to raise, and say, hey, what about me? And I'd say, yeah, you probably don't get it. I mean, you get a lot of credit. Uh, and some may say you get too much credit. But at the same time, yeah, we do kind of take you for granted, Moon. And you really are impressive, in my opinion. And I don't believe that. I mean, I believe that sometimes I see it as a routine change when it's really amazing. Also, no offense, Moon, I don't mean to quibble. But you're not actually changing it. Just our way of, it's really the sun and the earth. Uh, so I don't know if you should be getting it. Like, you're just kind of out there. Oh, sorry. Uh I think Moon just shed a tear. Come here. Come on in, Moon. Good night, Moon. Maybe we could move on to it. Are there any other routine changes here to get credit? Changing underwear. We covered that. So you can move on. Uh, Socks changes. uh, Running out of cereal. That's a little bit. I don't know if that is a routine change. Uh, Okay. Grocery shopping. That's too, that's too, you know, I don't want to think about that. I mean, I'll tell you, all the all the other changes we may make that I may forget about, uh, that I don't take for granted, I'll just make a blanket apology in the form of an ode, because uh, I haven't done any odes. Oh, routine changes. Oh, how we take them for granted. Low are your feelings like the moon high in the night sky. Uh, which is the best example of uh, um, the moon may feel underappreciated and that it's brilliant night sky when we could see it uh, and when we imagine that the moon is doing that itself uh, of its own volition and not that the sun and the earth and some shadow stuff is doing it uh, uh, and I'm just kidding moon when I give you a hard time that means we're friends Uh, oh moon Oh, planet! Are you a planetary object? Uh, you oh, you know who? You know Moon. Who would say hold the phone? Will be Pluto. I mean, why to that? I guess it's at this point in my life, it's a routine change. Every few years, they say planetoid planet, and you, who would think that that would become a routine change that you would even forget about? You'd say, well, I'm not. I've, I've not bothered anymore. I'll wait till I someone corrects me when I say, "Oh, there's nine planets." No, actually, you say, "Oh, there's ten. No, actually, it's not a planet. And, and, and some people say, "Scooch, you imagine that whole thing." Pluto's been. I say, "Well, that's great news for Pluto." I guess that there's no routine change when it comes to you. Also, the moon is kind of uh, saying it needs more. To, oh, moon, don't be sad. We really love your changes. Uh, they stir so much in us, Moon. Uh, and let us know the feeling in our heart, uh, the brilliance uh, on your pale skin awakens in us uh, uh, something deeper, something that dances in the nightly splendor, uh, bathed in your light, O oh, Moon. There is nothing mundane about you, and sorry we took you for granted. All the Earthlings, uh, people here, also with the asterisks and the hard work of the sun and the earth and, and whatever other stuff, uh, and, but all credit goes to you, Moon. 
Anyway, I got to get back. Sorry, Moon. I got a I got a podcast. I'm in the middle of the intro for. It can't really make it. And I, sorry, Pluto. I do not have time to make amends on behalf of Earth uh, or astronomy. You'll have. We'll get back to you one day. Okay, everybody. I'm back. Uh, never don't uh, engaged personified planetoids. Whoop! I just slip of the tongue there. Sorry, Pluto. Uh, heavenly, heavenly objects. Don't have to, yeah. Oh, heavenly objects. I'll get back to you soon. Right now, I get back to the sweet heavenly ears of this listener. So I'm here to help. Uh, podcast a little bit different. Clearly, I think you just uh, I displayed that. Uh, but give it a few tries. See if it helps. I've been there. That's why I make this show tossing and turning, and uh, not able to sleep. And I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. You've earned it being out there in the world. I'm laughing because I could see the moon and Pluto peeking in, saying, what about our... I said, you've earned your odes, moon and Pluto, uh, but this isn't the ode cast, uh, the big podcast of odes uh, to objects. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. I hope I, I yearn and I strive, and I really want to help you fall asleep. Thanks so much uh, for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Uh, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, Physical sensations, you know, you're like uh, stuff's coming up. It's keeping you awake. Uh, it's on your mind. It's uh, on your like in your hearts, on your body, whatever it is that's keeping you up. Uh, I'd like to take your mind off of that. I'd like to keep you company. As a matter of fact, uh, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What I, sometimes I'll uh, do word smushing, which we've talked about before. Uh, I, like instead of word mashups, I do mashed words, uh, just a bit, a bit like mashed potatoes, or a word mash. Some people say it's like a word. To, some people say, "Scooch, you got that word salad thing going," and they'd say, "Well, maybe I, ha- I have not yet been at a place to where I've ordered a chopped salad yet." And I know uh, Nick Weiger from Doughboy's podcast is the hot salad man. I think I, I can. I'd always try to like try to unlock that. But it was so. Anyway, let me say. Let me get back to you, new listener. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna uh, try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Whether it's, uh, it's oh wait, I know I said, said that. Talk about word smushing. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to try to create this safe place. So what I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, tangents, uh, uh, pointless meanders, extra, you know, all that word stuff I was sending. And just in case you're new, though, I'm going to use a lot of extra talking. But uh, what I'm trying to do is take your mind off stuff while you fall asleep. Here's a couple of things to start to, to, to get you comfortable. Is uh, give the few, show a few tries if you're new. And don't like, and I know there's a temptation to try to figure it out or, or see or make sense of what I'm saying 
what quickly you'll realize is that I kind of almost make bare, you know, you say, well, it kind of like almost makes sense that Scoots, uh, he's, we're, we're certainly proud of him here at the Sleep With Me listener community. He's done good. And we're patting him on the back enthusiastically because he's almost making somewhat, sometimes a, a modicum of sense. Uh, just like that uh, autobiography he wrote in uh, 2031, A Modicum of Sense. And the publisher did try, he had to self-publish that one because they said, well, shouldn't it be a modicum of common sense? And he refused. He said that doesn't, he goes, it doesn't feel as good in the mouth as a modicum of sense. It was a history, actually, and he also wanted to write it as an autobiography and as a history of the penny and the other thing, you know, you know, all of that and uh, words around the penny. He also did it as a picture book about, a you know, a modicum of sense. Uh, and then he tried to do it as a scratch and sniff sticker album. And they said, you're diluting your product, uh, sir. And also you're diluting your intro by now. You're, well, no, I think I'm doing a metaphorical, uh, like, a, I think I'm showing here. That's what I'm saying, I guess, is if you're new. If I'm lucky, I'll make a modicum of sense. Maybe I may even later look up what modicum means. Uh, I may like. Here's a question. I, I like when like I like to stake. You know, current. Uh, is there any emo- emojis, uh, emoji or emojis uh, about mod- a modicum, a modicum emoji, or maybe that could be another book I could write. A modicum of emojis. Uh, Okay. Yeah. My, 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 once again, my brain's uh, going on strike. Uh, but if you're new, uh, yeah, don't try to make too sense, uh, too much sense of it. Uh, kind of just passively uh, consume the podcast. See how it goes. Give it a few tries. Uh, structurally, what to expect? Show starts off with business. Uh, that's how we keep it free and going. Uh, then uh, there's an intro. The intros are about twelve minutes. Uh, so far, we've been about four or five minutes of me rambling, attempting to explain what the podcast is, and uh, finding myself in a, uh, you know, mashup of uh, book titles and metaphors about mashing words and mixing words, where you say, hmm, almost, almost describe what the podcast is. And some listeners will actually fall asleep during the intro. Uh, well, a lot of listeners use it as part of their wind down routine and you can use it and see how it goes. Uh, so that's the intro. Then there's some business. Then there's a story. Uh, tonight it's a story with like a story about two podcasters uh, working together uh, to put people to sleep. Uh, a little bit of a crossover with the sleep whispers podcast by Harris. Uh, so that'll be interesting. And then we, at the end of the show, we have some thank yous and good nights. So it's a structure of the show. It's a podcast to put you to sleep, but it's more a podcast to be here while you fall asleep, to keep you company as you drift off. So there's no pressure to fall asleep. That's why the shows are an hour. And while I, I'll be here till the end, it's, I'm here to keep you company while you drift off. I'm also here to keep people company that can't fall asleep or that wake up in the middle of the night. Uh, or that you just happen to have something come up uh, in the deep, dark day, and you say, Scoots, I just need you to be there for me uh, as my friend in the deep, dark night. I say, well, don't worry, I got you. I'll be here uh, for an hour. You could play 300 episodes back to back to back if you need to. Uh, I got you covered, uh, okay? So I'm here 
and you can fall asleep at your leisure. Drift off slowly, quickly, whatever works for you. Or if you need me during the day, you're waiting uh, for something to get delivered or that paint to dry, uh, or you're in traffic or you're coding, or you just need a little break. You say, well, I just want to shut my eyes for five or ten minutes and... Uh, you know, be go Calgon, take me away type moment. I'm I'm here. I'm here to get that done for you. Uh, to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar bruh, your boar sib, whatever it is, your boar bestie. If I can earn that, uh, what is that? A moniker, a modicum of monikers. Uh, that's one thing this show does not have. It has a plethora of monikers. Yeah, but uh, maybe I could write that book as someone else. A modicum of monitor. My, yeah, the the uh, Duke that didn't like nicknames. Yeah, my, sto- my story. Uh, modicum of monikers. Uh, also tongue twisters. Where was I? Okay, so that's the structure of the show. Uh, no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour. And no pressure to listen. I guess that kind of covers most of it. And what do you, how does the show work? You were talking about mashing up words and stuff earlier, Scoots. Tell me more, because that sounds like, uh, it sounds metaphor rich. And I'd say, well, it could be. You know, I could take uh, just like a potato, a potato, thing of a sack of potatoes, a uh, bag of potatoes, you know, put them in, cover them with cold water if you wish, or put them in boiling water, bring it to a boil, uh, soften them up, get them cooked. Uh, then put them in another bowl and mash them. I prefer a big fork. I don't actually don't have a potato masher, but uh, I use the back of a big fork or the front of it. Tie, you know, they call those things tines. You don't call them tines very often. But you say, what are those things on a fork called? Prongs or tines? And they say, actually, now that you brought it up, I, have no, I don't know. I, for a second, I thought they were tines, and I thought that was witty. And... Uh, now I'm thinking they might be prongs. And, you know, if you play the fork, which not many people do, uh, and you play it, you play the imaginary fork, which I do do, that's the sound I make when I pretend to fling the tines of my fork. I say prong, prong. Usually the only thing is to do that thing, dun, 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 dun. You just go prong to prong, 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 and... That's so. That's my 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 phone. That's my show for for, uh, for fork playing. Imaginary fork player could be. Yeah, we're really getting a lot of book titles out of this one episode. Or the prong player, the pro, the prong player who loved playing prong plong, pong. Yeah, the, yeah. There's a lot. There could be a lot of things in there. But yeah, like what I do is, uh, you know, mash it up. You start mashing it up. Then you start putting stuff in there. And for this show, you could take it plain. I don't, not many people like uh, potatoes and water. We could put some butter in there if you wish. A butter alternative if we wish. Uh, so, some uh, milk or milk substitute or creams. You could put some cheeses in there or some cheese substitutes. Uh, you could do, you know, salt and pepper, maybe. Maybe some flavorings. Miso, here, here's an idea. How about some miso in there? You know, I put me. I haven't made mashed potatoes with miso yet, but I will be. Believe me, I put it in everything. Uh, I just like the taste of it. Oh, this is how. This is a metaphor. Oh, I'm not actually making mashed potatoes. Sorry, I, that was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a allusion to how I make the podcast with words. 
I don't know. I could like I wouldn't mind a couple words coded in miso. I mean that wouldn't be. I mean I don't know if coding. It's better if it's um, you know it's uh, worked in there. So we'd have to take a word apart and then reassemble it so that it, the miso is kind of uh, becomes part of its essence. No, yeah, that is the new uh, fragrance I'm working on. No, it's it's a it's a it's a fragrance for all. Uh, non-gendered fragrance. It's called, yeah, A Hint of Miso. No, it's just a, like, a, it's more, you know, say, what's that, something umami or an unami? How do you say that? Because uh, I don't know. There's something about you I can't quite place on my palate, uh, but I desire it uh, most of the time. It's not sweet and it's not savory, but without it, uh, there's something missing in my world. That's the opening chapter. Of uh, they they actually comes that'll be the commercial like you know how they used to have commercials for fragrances like that when he when a hint of miso uh hits the market believe me that's what it'll be like uh, you know a grayish back grayscale background grayscale bottle and whatever those words were I just said you know said in a mysterious way and then maybe it'll fade from grayscale to uh. You know, and then, yeah, if it's successful, of course, we'll have red miso, you know, red miso. You know, we'll go go beyond that for sure. Uh, Miso dark, you know, that would be for after dark. You're right. I think you're right. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, (laughs) this podcast is a a hint of modicums. And you say, Scoots, it doesn't make any sense. And I'd say, exactly. Because what I'm here to do is to keep you company. What I'm here to do is to try to lighten your load, your burden at bedtime, uh, to take some of the seriousness out of it, to be your friend, really, uh, or your companion, or the person on the other side of the room cracking jokes. You say, are those jokes you're cracking? Because they're, they're joke jokish. And I say, yeah, well, it's, uh, what, you say, I know, you're wondering what that smell is. It's good, huh? It's a hint of me, so. It just hit the market. Market, you know, I market it. Some people self-publish. I self-publish uh, fragrances. Oh, somebody just made a joke at my expense. Uh, but uh, no, 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 no. This is yeah. It's a thing I do. Yes, I do do it in my backyard with mostly mud and water. But uh, that's not what's in a hint of miso. There's also a hint of miso in there. Anyway, I'm here to help. I'm here to keep you company. If you're new, give it a few tries. Uh, it doesn't work for everybody, but hopefully I can help you out. Um, I can distract you. I can keep you company. I appreciate your time so much. Thank you for checking the show out. And I work very hard and I strive uh, to help you fall asleep. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep we do with a bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play i'm going to do the rest what i'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake whether it's uh, thoughts feelings uh, physical sensations uh, time temperature whatever is you know change in routine whatever is keeping you awake i'd like to uh, take your mind off that i'd like to keep you company and the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. 
going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents that are rustified, uh, goofing around. Uh, I'm gonna be, I'm here to keep you company while you fall asleep. And if you're new, let me give you some uh, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Here, I got a nice, open, safe place for you. Go ahead, have a seat, have a lie. You could stand if you wish. You can even stand with your arms crossed and your brows furrowed if you wish. That's what you I mean. That's t- that tends to be my uh, default uh, setting, which for some reason, even though I have my own passwords, I say, can I can I turn off that default of the arms crossed? Uh, as some might say, natural scowl. They say, that's what the doctor said. This boy, that boy was born with a natural scowl. Never seen one with a scowl like a, is it born with a furrowed brow. Uh, there's a couple books I'm working on. Born with a furrowed brow, yet another autobiography, maybe out in like 2086, and uh, The Bow of the Furrowed Brow. And that story's pending. You know, it's, it's a title pending book. Uh, which are a lot of those. Uh, so expect that in Gingerbread Press. Maybe, like, uh, my daughter could write that in, like, you know, 2126, which would mean she'd be, well, maybe maybe her daughter. Uh, so, oh, if you're new, oh, sorry about that. If you're new, here's a couple of things. You don't welcome. I'm glad you're here. Like I said, you don't need to make too much sense of this podcast. It doesn't really make any sense. So give it a few tries. And I realize you're skeptical when you come into the show. Who wouldn't be? I'm, I'm, you know, as as I said, I, my brows are furrowed, my arms are crossed. Not now, because now I'm in a safe place. Uh, and, now, and really, I am in this. Like my shoulders are uh, positively slumped. Uh, it's positively slumped. Uh, okay, that's an, wow. We got a lot of books uh, coming out of this one intro. And positively stumped. That would be the sequel. Um, but, uh, like, so here I'm comfortable, but out there in the world, a lot of times my arms get crossed. They say, well, that's your body. And I said, no, this is my default behavior. And sometimes I'm able to take a break and and relax. But when I'm here, I'm relaxed. Uh, And I would try to create this safe place. But for new people, it does take a few tries to get used to because it's a bit different. It's, uh, it's like, it's a bit oblong, it's the, the oblong furlong. Holy moly. Someday, I don't know what I had. Uh, I do know what I had for breakfast. Whole wheat toast and eggs and uh, almond butter. Uh, so I don't know if it, I don't think it was that, though. But it could have been. But uh, <laughs> say, well, it came up. What, what was that day you came up with all those nonsensical book titles you uh, forgot about, Scoots? And say, well, that's 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 what replaced my furrowed brow. They went from crossing my arms and furrowing my brow to coming up with book titles that I would forget. Uh, but yeah, it was a pretty good trade-off. So don't try to make too much sense of this podcast if you can. Maybe it's the first time you you just watch it with skepticism. You might not be sure. Maybe come back in a few days if you say, well, I don't know if I liked that. Uh, but if you can, uh, give, give, give it a, give, like, a, like, oh, passively consume it. Kind of just watch it like you're watching the clouds, uh, but no pressure. So that's the thing. Give it a shot. Give it a few shots. See how it goes. I'm here to help. Uh, also, no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour. And the whole idea is I'm here as you fall asleep. I'm your boar friend. I'm your boar bud. Uh, talking to you, keeping you company as you drift off. So no pressure to fall asleep, also no pressure to listen. 
like as podcasts go, this one, you can listen to it because I know there's people that listen all the way to the end that can't fall asleep. I'm here for them. And I know there's people that listen during the day when they say, well, this day is getting a bit, I need a little break from my day. You're going to go for a walk. You're going to listen to scoots. going to sit at my desk. You're going to listen to some scoots, uh, traffic, uh, you know, some people can handle it. They say, well, I listen in traffic, uh, not, not for everybody, but, uh, if you're walking or sitting on a bench, uh, in the park, it might be a different story, uh, but whatever it is, I'm here and I'll be here till the very end. It's part of what makes the show. Even if you fall asleep fast, uh, is I think that the show is here the whole time uh, to put you to sleep uh, or more to be here while you fall asleep. Uh, so no pressure, listen, no pressure to fall asleep, uh, I think that's, uh, those are the, let's see, oh, structurally, what to expect. The uh, show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the show going and free. Uh, then we have an intro. Uh, intros are about 12 minutes. We're about halfway through it. It's uh, it's more of a show within a show than an intro, but I wouldn't know what else to call it. Call it. It's not a pre-show because it's part of the show. And it gives you a chance uh, to, to start your wind down, to start your bedtime routine. Maybe to brush your teeth or brush your hair or bomb your elbows. Maybe bomb your kneecaps. Uh, say, well, hey, kneecaps. I've been giving all this. Scoots gives a lot of attention to his elbows. He kisses his shoulders. Here's the thing. I don't think I've said this on the podcast before. And this is supposed to be a vulnerable place. I, I, I don't know if I've admitted this on the podcast. And uh, I don't necessarily recommend it. I would say bomb your kneecaps or uh, cup them. I'm cupping one of my kneecaps right now. It's kind of like, uh, what do they call that when you're cuddling with someone? Spooning. It's kind of like spooning a kneecap, but you're cupping it. Maybe you could, I think it'd be too likely to induce giggles if you couple, if you're in a couple and you cup your coupled person's kneecap. But the big admission I was going to make is I used to nibble my kneecaps, I think for comfort. And you probably, maybe you have, maybe you haven't. I don't necessarily recommend it because uh, I don't think I'm as flexible as I once was. And uh, two, it, 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 uh, it, you know, the kneecaps just aren't in it. Like, uh, I just don't do just, but I, I, you know, I want to, you know, full vulnerability. Oh, it's talking about the structure of the show though. Sorry, new listeners. There I went. That's like, uh, that's how the intro works. So it's kind of show the method of the show. Uh, but yeah, do, do, full disclosure too. You're talking, you're listening to someone that's nibbled his kneecaps. It's been a while, though. I can almost guarantee it won't be long after this recording. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I guarantee. It. I'm gonna lie down. I'm gonna say, hmm, when was the last time I get like? Uh, can I reach you? Hey, come on in. And the kneecap would say, I'm fine with the cupping. You could cup me. No need to nibble me. So well, what about a little kissy poo? No, you could just cup me. Maybe a two-handed cup like you're doing now, where your left hand is cupping your left knee cap. Uh, your right hand is cupping your left hand, and your legs are crossed. You almost look like you were, you're in a, a shoot for a tea commercial or a, uh, or a school picture in, in 1989. You see, actually, I, I think I was in the same. I mean, I'm in the same type of chair you get your school picture in. Oh, so if you're new, structure the show. So the intro is a show within a show. Some people fall asleep during it. A lot of people listen 
as they wind down, as their pets come in the room and all of that, or listen during the day. A few people skip it, uh, the, like, uh, or they listen to the uh, their patrons, so they listen to story-only episodes. Uh, so that's the intro. Then there's a, sh- a show. Tonight we're going to be talking about the big show, the big season uh, three premiere of The Good Place. Uh, it, back-to-back episodes, our favorite show, The Good Place to Sleep. And if you're, you say, Scoots, what about season two? I said, well, we'll do in the off-season, we'll do season two. It gives us something to look forward to uh, as this, you know, as this season progresses. Uh, so we'll be talking about the good place uh, season premiere, uh, and uh, yeah, it'll be a good place to sleep. That's like hardy har har. And if you're a good place fan, you might say, "Well, what about spoilers?" I say, "Well, we will talk generally about the plot in some details." Well, a lot of times I'll be talking about cheaty shirts uh, or uh, Eleanor's shirt came up. Uh, you know, like other things like Jason's accessories, what's on whiteboards and chalkboards, uh, you know, any details. You say, well, that's inane. It wasn't even intentional. That wasn't supposed to say, well, oh boy. It was interesting. Those posters on the St. John's University uh, uh, post, poster bills board, uh, that got my attention. Uh, so that's what we'll be talking about. Be all sleepy and friendly. Uh, to carry you off into dreamland. Uh, between the intro and the uh, story is uh, some business, and then there's uh, some thank yous at the end of the show. So that's the structure of the show. And the purpose of the show, as I said, is to, is to be here, to be your friend in the deep, dark night, to keep you company, uh, to come up with goofy. It's a bit of goofy. It's a lot of goofing around. As I said, I, I just thought of like 10 different book titles, none of which I remember. And, uh, you know, one day I may, you know, one day I may think about him again and say, well, I don't remember that. Uh, or you'd say, uh, you know, d- d- did I think of a book called a kerfuffle of Sn- the snuffle, the snuffle kerfuffle? Uh, that was my snuffle off against fan fiction. Uh, snuffles. Uh, the, yeah. It, well, I, I'm working on the title. Then the story will write itself clearly. Though people may have to Google Snuffleupagus, uh, but they say, oh, wow. Talk about someone who might be good to sleep on their side. Like to say, well, if you're sleeping on your side, Snuffleupagus. I don't know. Has anyone ever. And Snuffleupagus is on Sesame Street, right? I hope. Uh, Snuffleupagus is kind of like a. Like a. Like a. I think like an elephant that is uh, in like this really nice brown fur. It'll look a bit like a terry cloth brown fur, like an elephant with a, like a terry cloth fur. So I wouldn't mind snuggling up with Snuffleupagus and saying, well, so you're snuggle-off-erific, Snuffleupagus. I don't know how, why we had that kerfuffle. And also, Snuffleupagus, could you do a segment on the word kerfuffle so I make sure I'm using it correctly? Uh, sorry about that kerfuffle, my little big little snuffle. I said, no, actually, my name is Snuffleupagus. I prefer, I don't have, I don't prefer, I prefer to be called Snuffleupagus. You just see what Big Bird calls me, Snuffleupagus. Have you ever heard Big Bird call? Okay, whoa, boy. This is our kerfuffle. I only predicted it, and now I've made it happen. I didn't realize the snuffle that caused the kerfuffle is what I should have called the story, huh, Snuffleupagus? 
So anyway, I'm here to help. I'm here to 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 to, to see if uh, I can take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake as you drift off in a dreamland. I've been there. I really truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep, a place filled with dignity and respect. Uh, or I guess uh, found it's kind of goofy because Snuffleupagus is already saying, "Well, wh- when did you?" Uh, it's a well, I, pol- I uh, did I apologize, Snuffleupagus? Uh, I'm sorry, I was wrong to call you Snuffle, or to presume I should have asked you first. Uh, are you comfortable with me calling you Snuffle? What about Luff or Luffagus uh, or just Gus? How do you feel about the nickname Gus? You know, Snuffleupagus walked away. So anyway, I'm here to help. Uh, give it a few tries uh, and see how it goes. But I work very hard and I strive and I yearn. Uh, and I really want to help you fall asleep. Thanks you so much for coming by.